Hi, and welcome to another edition of E-Commerce Odyssey podcast. I'm here with Simon Savino, who's the, who's the CEO and founder of Strategy Sprints. So, Simon, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you do? Hey, Trevor. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I'm doing since 20 years only one thing, and that is coaching business owners on how to go to market better. So better sales via better sales strategies and sales execution. Our promise is we double your revenue in 90 days. That's our coaching promise. And so our cycles are 90 days. That's 12 sprints of one week each. And uh, the goal is to double revenue. We sometimes quadruple revenue. We mostly double revenue. And that's that's what we do. And it sounds so complicated and uh, even impossible, but it's pretty simple. We increase the frequency of the sales by 25%. We increase conversion rate by 25%. We increase the price by 25%. And when you add it up, it it makes plus 99% revenue. Okay. And so how, what kind of businesses do you generally work for? SaaS, so software builders and um, professional services, consultancies, marketing agencies, financial advisors. Okay. So do you find that they're, what is it that, that, that they're not doing? What kind of areas do you focus on that, that, you know, what kind of problems do people have that you fix? The first one is to simplify the offer because they usually have too many offerings and that's why it's hard to sell them. So we have to find what really works and focus on that. And then you have to find what needs to happen before so that you can really streamline the process. So we align operations, marketing, and sales so that it's it's all one flow, that you have integrity between the parts. And when you have that, when it's simpler, and when you have just one offer, like we have just one offer, I double your revenue in 90 days. So how hard is it to convey that? It's simple. Because we did the work in the background to simplify it. And okay. we have only one offer since many years. So every week we can improve the single parts. So is it a bit like, uh, you know, you help people, you know, find the wood from the trees, as it were. So you can yes. focus on what's important. Yes, simplifying. And in month one, we we get their time back. So we free them up from the weeds. Month one, we free up 10 to 14 hours of their time. Mm-hmm. by better delegation, automation, outsourcing, or just cutting, simplifying stuff. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to do all these things. Most people do too much. They do so many things. Many things can be done by software. Many things can be outsourced really, really cheaply. And many things can be delegated. Doesn't It doesn't need the founder really or the executive team to do that. So okay. you can delegate them. And uh, and then we have 10 to 14 hours more of their time. In month two, we improve the sales workflows. So from the sales script, the offer, the pricing, and how it is sold. So then the whole deal pipeline, you know, how many people start a conversation with you? How many people were on your website today? How many people want something for you? How do you get them on a call? How do you prepare them for the call? How you weed them out if they are not the right people so that you don't waste mm-hmm. time in the call. So the qualifying out system and the qualifying in system, we implement that system. And then how do you onboard them? So, of course, how do you close them? This is where we, we get the recordings, the Zoom recordings uh, of their closing calls. And then we give them detailed feedback. Hey, look, this 
This is where you set the price much too early. You said this word, look at their body language. When you say this word, they, they don't like it at all. Look at their body language. So it's kind of, uh, it's very kind of sales, sales, sales psychology kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We call it sales technique. And it's really what you do when, which word, which body language to observe on the other side and how to really understand the other person on the other side and how to understand that relationship. Yes. A lot of it is it, psychology. And then uh, when you've closed the deal, okay, how do you make the first week and the first 10 days a wow experience? Because you will need this first to get testimonials, but then also to retain them. Otherwise, they will not continue working with you if it's not really generating um, results and energy uh, during, mm-hmm. during working with you. So we have to also to uh, improve the client onboarding and the delivery system. That's how we call them. So do you think that people, I mean, is it that, that people set up companies and that, you know, sales isn't their thing and they need, you know, they, they, they need is it coaching around the sales? Is that the, is that the kind of reason why you guys are in business? Yeah, absolutely. So many teams are technical teams. So they, they have built an amazing thing. Like right now, we have many clients in California. They have, they're building amazing blockchain solutions for something, for, for big problems. But when you ask them, uh, look, look at all, I don't know, look at uh, the Ethereum founder. If you ask him, what are you doing? The other side really doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. So amazing product, but sales is not their thing. So we help them get that across. You know, the Slack team at that time went, went almost bust 80, 38 times. They were trying to explain what Slack is and nobody got it. Yeah. And then they go out of the room and they say, well, you know, but you, hey, you don't have emails if you do it. What? Hey, come back. What? I can get rid of emails internally. Now I get it. Okay. I need this, but it took them 38 iterations to get that across. So everybody needs a little bit of sales help. And especially if you're a very technical team or an expert in your. F- in your field, but you are, you don't have experience in sales or you don't just, just don't like it. Then you need even, so even a coach. companies have their own sales kind of, you know, they already have salespeople in place and those salespeople just aren't doing a good job. Or is it that they just don't, you know, it's been delegated because people don't like doing it or. Oh, there is some people are just a solopreneur. So they reach the limit of what they can do and then they need to get other people on board. Some people are absolute sales pros, like Anthony Yanarino just uh, sprinted with us, and he is the sales coach North Americas. So he knows how to do it, but he needed help with his sales workflow because he was doing everything alone. And now after 90 days, for the first time, he has an own COO, and she is, she is taking a ton from his plate so that he can now um, focus on his zone of genius and create the systems, you know, the sales working on form, fit, and function of the sales system, form, fit, and function of the marketing system. You need time for it. So it sounds to me like, you know, what you need is not just to use you guys, but to also have, I mean, is, is it that they need to invest in other parts of their business as well? I mean, do you, you know, the, the, it sounds like a lot of it is, is doing extra hiring. Of course you need to hire. If you run a business, you need to hire. There is no, I'm just saying it's no not way just, around it's not that. Just, not just the case of... of you know, they, I'm just saying they can't. They they need to be able to spend money beyond the money they're spending with you guys on on expanding their business. And is that? Do you say to people, look, you know, we're going to take you. You know, we we 
we think we can help you, but you need to be prepared to spend this amount of money on these things first? Or how, how does it work? Yes, because of course, yeah, life goes on, <laughs> even when you have a sprint coach. So yes, you need to build a website. If you don't have a website, you need to hire, you need to run computers. No, no, sure. saying, they okay, have these expenses. The point I'm trying to get across is that, that you know, it seems to me that, you know, that, that, that if the advice that you give people is that they need to, a lot of it, it seems to be that it's, it's hiring extra people. So that the, you know, what, what are the kind of qualifications that people need in order to make best use of your service? They only need a CRM. That's it in place. They, they need nothing else. And they run a business and everybody who runs a business at some point starts delegating things because otherwise you will never grow. Yeah. And if you want to come from growth to scaling, then you have to hire professionally. Then you have to hire every week. This mm-hmm. is when, when our clients start to scale. But even in the growth stage, let's say you are a solopreneur. Of course, you need to hire uh, some people who take admin tasks from you. Or sometimes you can even, without hiring, you can outsource stuff. For example, the bookkeeping, you don't need to hire a bookkeeper, but you can outsource it to software or to people who do it uh, on a freelance basis. Mm-hmm. Um, SEO, you don't need to hire a person for SEO, but you need probably an agency doing basic SEO for you. Mm-hmm. This kind of support structures, of course, you need them, yeah. Okay. So what, kind of, what is your, your best tips for freeing up time? You know, because there's a lot of, you know, podcasts and Tim Ferriss and people like that talking about, about freeing up time. What do you think? What would be your, your top tips for it? I show you my, my, my own. We have a daily, uh, weekly and monthly habit. The daily habit is write down how you allocate your time. So right now on my iPad, I have, a, I have my flow of today. It's the daily flow and people can download the template. It says six o'clock, I go running, seven, I play with the kids, eight, I have an interview. Etc. And at the end of my day, when I create the flow of tomorrow, five minutes, I review how did I allocate my time? And then there are two questions that I need to answer. One is, of all these tasks, which one should tomorrow do somebody else because they can do it better than me? And the second question is, if I would live more freely and more intentionally, what would I do? These are the two reflective questions. One helps me identify what to systemize, cut, delegate, automate next. And the other question helps me identify, hey, what was the, the bigger thing that I wanted to do? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I wanted to write a book. Oh, I wanted to see the world. Ah, now I remember what was the bigger dream. So these two reflective questions, they are baked into my template and people can, can download it. Uh, it's strategysprints.com slash tools. And it's the daily flow. So I do this every day. And so when I close the day, because then I go and cook for my kids or play with my kids while my wife is cooking, uh, the last five minutes, I do this small review. I write down, okay, bookkeeping, SEO should do, somebody else should do is LinkedIn posting. Somebody else should do it. And then so over the days and over weeks, it becomes very clear, what do I need to delegate next? Which key roles do I need to hire? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I know from from experience that this is what I need now. Because I think it's interesting because I think a lot of kind of time-saving stuff is all about doing things more quickly without really asking, do we need to do these things at all? No, yeah, yeah, there are different productivity schools. There is the productivity schools, which is ju- just cramp more into one hour and find the shortcuts. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not my productivity school. 
my productivity school is how can you cut in half the amount of stuff that you do and then cut it in half again? Find the few things that really move your business forward and you do only that every day. So if you, you are a business up, owner. If you yeah. come at the other end of the strategy sprint, right, what should it look like? I mean, just saying what would be your, what would be the, you know, what would be the kind of end goal of how much work a kind of business owner should be doing? What would you, what would you think would be healthy? Yeah, at the end, you, you have my, my day probably. So first of all, in your calendar, you have four weeks vacation with your dearest ones, always in your calendar, four weeks uninterrupted summer vacation at your beach house, always in your calendar, whatever happens. Right. That's the first thing. And then also you will have every day, you have time for workout, time, me time, time to read, time to listen to music, time to play with your kids or your friends or whatever you like to do. You have all of that. And then during the day, you will probably work on high leverage tasks like improving form, fit and function of your sales system, improving your joint venturing system, your collaborations with other people in writing a book. Uh, having something brand building, like a podcast, uh, having something that increases your network. Because when you write a book, you will need, you will need people who write reviews and who write the foreword, et cetera. So these high leverage tasks, you will have time for that. And, but not so many hours, just as many as you want to put in there. Mm -hmm. And you have time for yourself and you have a business that runs also without you. So are you a believer in the kind of four four kind of uh, four day week, or I mean, even in, even the four hour working week, as Tim Ferriss likes to describe it. That that has be always less? been, and it's, yes, work less, absolutely, yes. You can automate so much. We, I run a global business, and I was playing today two hours with my kids. I was running already in nature. Um, you know, you, the business can serve you. We have the technology, we have the knowledge. Um, we are ready for, for a happy life that has also, that is also impactful. And we have vehicles that create meaning. And one of these vehicles is a business. Okay. So you seem like uh, this is, I'm finding this, this very interesting. Um, do you, why, obviously you, you, you get to meet a lot of people and, and you, you know, meet a lot of business owners. What, what kind of thing, what, what has inspired you recently in someone you've met or something you've done? Oh, I'm inspired right now by all these DAOs that are coming up in the blockchain world where you have decentralized teams instead of centralized teams. So you have a set of governance rules and then everybody chips in from everywhere and improves it. For example, Bitcoin. Bitcoin right. is a completely decentralized project. And uh, in, in every country, there is somebody waking up today and saying, oh, I want to improve this thing. Let me run a node which is amazing. So there is no CEO. There is no central risk. Like if this person mismanages uh, or, or dies or whatever, then the whole thing is at risk. No, it's completely de-risked because it's so distributed. And so these are the things that I am studying right now because we all can learn from this. And uh, well, first it's, it's improving the planet. So I'm, I'm part of that movement, of course. But then also it's an amazing, interesting asset class to have in your portfolio. And then also I'm learning about the future of work and how distributed work is much more resilient, much more effective and much more efficient. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, well, it's been it's been very interesting talking to you, and thank you for sharing your your insights. Have you got a? You, know, you talk about writing a book. Have you have you written a book yourself? Yes, it's called Strategist Prince. Excellent. And it's it it comes out in January, and we will we will promote it on the Growth Festival. The Growth Festival is where um, we have nine expert masterclasses where experts of their field help us solve the big problems: how to sell, how to market, how to hire, all these. Okay. big problems that we all have and um, and the participants of the growth festival they will get one book shipped to their home is it so, an online yeah. is, it an, is it an online festival or is it it's online festival? it's online strategiesprints.com/growth-festival because okay. you know uh, we are many many of us will be in lockdown in january so i don't want to exclude <laughs> Austria, anybody Austria, the festival Austria, definitely, and many other countries also. And so uh, the festival will come to you. Excellent. Stefan, it's been lovely speaking to you and good luck with, um, good luck with your exciting work. Thank you, everybody. Keep rolling. Thanks. Bye-bye.